you are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on Fantasy Freestyle. Up next on that cypher, the mic. On the microphone, you know that I'm one of the best yet. Dane Martinez. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spitting Statistician, a.k.a. The Stable Genius and Vocal Minority, and welcome to another edition of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Sports Grid Network, episode number 428, the 428th convening of the Stats Over Beats Cypher as we head on in to week 17, and fantasy football seasons are largely over, but it don't matter. We're still here to help you win your leagues and win that cash. I know there's a few people in the cypher who, uh, you know, still play in week 17. I know there's a few people in the cypher who have other reasons to try to win that cash. So we got a good show for you as well. Perry Ying already in the chat room hoping that uh, maybe you play in week 17 as well. All right, we got a good show for you. Here's what we're going to get into. All right, it is a little bit different because we can finally look back for the most part on the fantasy football season. I'll give you the news and notes, right? We'll give you all the updates. We'll profile some key things in the week 17 games, right? But what I want to do is now that we're sort of closing the book, we're going to spend some time today looking back at 2018 versus 2019. Okay, because we talk about it all the time. We talk about it all the time like, oh, Michael Thomas, he's got to be number one next year. Right. Or like, oh, snap. Last year, it was guys like Saquon, you know, and if he didn't go first, you were making fun of people. I want to see how it actually wound up. All right. And we'll look at the different positions from 2018 to 2019. And we'll also see where it may be a smarter investment to rely on repeat performances, okay? Because right after this year, you got to start thinking already about how to build your team for 2020. We had an incredible final in the Stats Over Beats League. I'm talking incredible final in the Stats Over Beats League. It turned into a game of inches, people, all right? So we're going to talk about that. I got another game of inches, and uh, we'll look at some of the key games in Week 17. I'm focused right now. There's a Louisiana Tech Miami game going on right now. The Miami Hurricanes are getting actually embarrassed right now. They are getting currently shut out by Louisiana Tech. I don't think that's good things for the recruiting trail, Manny Diaz. But I digress. All right. We will also, as promised, I said it on Monday. Danny, you weren't here, but I said it on Monday that we would have the phone lines open for the majority of the show, Danny. All right. So when we come back, we're going to leave them open. The number to call is 844-843-6879. If you want to holler at the spitting statistician, wish a happy holidays and a happy 2020 or just gloat. Because the Stats Over Beat Cypher has championship upon championship upon championship. But let's take care of some actual business right now as well. Since the last convening of the Cypher, the Seattle Seahawks have answered the call of what to do after uh, they basically lost all their running backs 
in week 16. They have signed two people. They signed Robert Turbin, and they signed the more interesting name is Beast Mode. Marshawn Lynch will be in uniform for Seattle on Sunday night as they play for the NFC West Division title against the San Francisco 49ers. Now, everybody is talking about, oh, how much does Beast Mode have left in the tank? Will he be a dynamic runner? Robert Turbin, the veteran, like, oh, it's good because they know the scheme. Let me tell you something, and if you've listened to me on Make It Rain so far this week, you've heard me say this. Marshawn Lynch, I don't care what he has in the tank, and he might because Frank Gore we've seen this year, Adrian Peterson we've seen this year, but I'm going to tell you why I think this is a very important signing. This is a very important signing in my opinion because this is not only what You know, this is not only what they can do in the run game, but this is what they can do in pass protection as well. And I think having Marshawn Lynch and Robert Turbin as kind of, you know, veterans who right back there know the scheme and everything, that's important to me. Because for me, it's that piece where they're going to protect Russell Wilson. And that's truly what you need here. You have who's likely the second, uh, you know, what, uh, MVP guy. Right now, you know what I mean? The second place finisher of the MVP award. You need to protect him. They lost Dwayne Washington, uh, Dwayne Brown as well, the offensive lineman. I think Lynch and Turbin are really going to show their veteran presence and value, not necessarily by what they do in the running game, but by what they do in pass protection. That's very important, and I think that's what should be considered. Also, a lot of the names you need to know. Listen, in this big-time tilt for the NFC East division title that records aren't as fancy but it's a win it's like these guys got to win in order to stay live for this division as well right Dak is very interesting with this AC joint okay he was missing some throws his wide receivers were dropping balls also but he's once again limited going into the practice week it's not this is not an injury that's going to get better he is going to be dealing with this throughout so if I'm the Washington Redskins, I'm pounding Dak with that front seven. Uh, Zach Ertz, we got to find out more about those ribs. It is He's going to be a true game time kind of decision, a true questionable with those ribs. Other people you need to know, and remember, we say this all the time, you got to see how it trends in tomorrow's practice report and the latest beat reports on Saturday as well, right? Mark Andrews didn't practice with an ankle. They may hold him out, right? Baltimore may hold him out. Uh, Jamal Williams with a shoulder. James Conner with a thigh. We've been talking about him. He's not the Terminator. He's Mr. Glass, in my opinion. Derrick Henry back at practice with in full with the hammy. Uh, Corey Davis is back as well after a concussion. These Titans, they need to win in order to lock up the number six seed, that wild card spot. All right. And they, I'm going to tell you why motivation is very important in that game a little bit later on, but it looks like they'll have two big offensive pieces in Henry and Davis back. Dalvin Cook back limited in practice with a shoulder. So is Alexander Madison. My man Ben in the chat room is talking about how many people lost their championships because of Mike Boone, right? We said he might have been plug and play, but there were so many examples. Wayne Gallman, Ty Johnson, where it's tough. I did tell you in this game that I thought the Green Bay Packers were going to win the division and I thought it was going to go under. That's what happened. But there's more. Josh Jacobs got treated for an infection. All right, in addition to the shoulder, Robbie Anderson limited with a calf as well. When we come back, all right, I'm going to tell you about why, you know, why some team, there's one team out there that might have been real smart 
to fire their head coach in season, and maybe not for a reason you think. We will also profile the Stats Over Beats final. And Danny, I don't know if you saw this, but this was amazing. We'll talk about it on the other side. And the phone lines will be open if you want to gloat, ask a question, or just celebrate the new year with the spitting statistician. Ya tu sabe. Fantasy Freestyle, come on back. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back, episode 428 
of the fantasy freestyle right here on the Sports Grid Network. Yatu Sabe, Stats Overbeat, Cypher in the building. We got Perry Ng, we got the Henderson family making it happen, talking about that they cash, they won their leagues, they won their cash. Happy holidays to everybody. That's really the... Um, the Cypher family in there right now. Everybody from, like I said, Perry Ying. We got Hernando, uh, Gerardo Hernandez in there. A lot of people. Um, that's what's up. The, the, the crew, um, as it were. I wanted to talk about a, um, an interesting thing that I heard um, on Monday as well. It seems like Mike McCarthy interviewed for the Carolina Panthers job. And I think that's amazing. Okay. I, and I'm hearing some things about it. Listen, first of all, Mike McCarthy, I think is better than one of your normal just like retreads, okay, that are going to be on the merry-go-round. I think Mike McCarthy is a marked uh, increase or improvement from that, all right? And, you know, you wonder, because a lot of coaches are going to get fired on Monday. When I'm on this show next on Monday, we're going to be talking about a lot of coaches and a lot of coach vacancies and a lot of coach openings and how the merry-go-round but Washington and Carolina have already made that move. They've already dropped the hammer. So they are first. They can do this. They can go ahead and try to interview their prime candidates now before, say, the Giants or uh, the Falcons or whoever else may be moving on from their coaches, right? And I think this is an, a nice little situation. You got young Christian McCaffrey. You got DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. What you don't know about is Cam Newton. So for me, the very interesting question is if they go ahead and hire Mike McCarthy, would this change the dynamic for Cam Newton? You know, we've already heard he's pretty much gone, right? He's pretty much, you know, they're talking about maybe trading him. They'll accept offers for Cam or they'll take offers for Cam. And maybe he was like, listen, I don't want to be part of some kind of, you know, rebuild with some new guy coming in. scheme. But what if it's Mike McCarthy, a respected coach? Maybe then he's like, hey. I'm cool with that. I think that is very interesting. So keep an eye out on that, what Washington may do. And, of course, like I said, next week here, we'll be uh, talking about a couple of other vacancies probably. We also got a poll question up. And my question is very simple. When you're factoring or thinking about picking games this week, week 17, how much or do you factor in motivation of the teams? The teams that have something to play for versus teams who don't. Are you saying like, yeah, it does matter? Only a little bit or nope, they're professionals. They should be wanting to play all the time, right? And right now, it's pretty interesting. Right now, about 50% of you say it does matter. I think it only matters a little bit. I think you have to acknowledge that they are professionals. They're trying to put stuff on tape for potentially a new coach. Uh, they're trying to get incentives. You know, who knows what it is? But, and you don't know. But I do think it matters a little bit. And we'll get into some situations where it does a little bit later on. All right, Danny, did you happen to see... Um, Monday Night Football, Danny, if you're with me? Uh, I did not, Okay, actually. that's all right, because you weren't here on Monday. It was before the holidays and all, right? We had Sean Angle holding it down. We had uh, Yang and the crew and Sandro making it happen for us. But going into it, Danny, we had the Stats Over Beats um, championship, Danny. And it was John G, Tampa, pick six, changed his team name to You Like That? Uh, versus Christian, uh, the crypto toker. And Danny, going into the matchup, going into Monday night, Danny, the crypto toker was up on John G by half a point, okay? And crypto toker had Aaron Rodgers still to play, and John G had Kirk Cousins still to play. They were within a point, Danny, going into Monday night football, and they both had the opposing quarterbacks facing off, Danny. Damn. Exactly. <laughs> 
And so I, I can tell you, can you understand? It turned into a game of inches. So put this up, Danny, at halftime. The first one. The first one. This is, nope, 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 nope. That's the reverse. Nope. Yes. No. The first one. The first one. Nope. Nope. We, we, all right. Well, all right. There was a sequence. There was a sequence. Because we're trying to take people through the game. We're taking, see how, how it's going back and forth, guys. It's going back and forth. Um, the very first one was at halftime. The very, and it's, it, it should have been number one, I believe. Do we have the one at halftime? Can we try that one? Yes. Okay, cool. So as you can see, going into halftime, check this out, Danny. Crypto Toker is winning by .14 at halftime. So I saw this at halftime. I was like, uh-oh. This is going to flip-flop a lot. This is going to be really, really close. And so I'm watching it throughout the entire second half, Danny. And I'm trying to, we're going to show you what happened. Um, okay, we can take this one off. So it's .14 for the crypto toker was the lead. Take that one off. Then there should be one, guys. I think it's the next one in the sequence um, where the lead flops. It's about like 12 minutes into the third quarter. Can we try and put it up? Okay, we'll go with this one. And then you see you like that. So John G named his team... Right, so you like that for Kirk Cousins? He takes the lead, first drive of the first of the third quarter. He goes up by .14. and I'm like, oh man, this is going to be back and forth. This is absolutely crazy. Take it down. Then we got the next one, okay? And the next one should be with about seven minutes to go, and it flip flops again. Can we put that one up? It should be the next one in the sequence. Let's go. Let's see what we got. Yeah. Yes, well, there was one in between, okay? And then the crypto toker, toker took the lead. And then this is you like that taking the lead. We can go back and forth for days. Now, let's just go up to the final. Let's just go to the final. And the final score, there you go. The final score was, in fact, the crypto toker taking down the first ever stats over beats league, Danny, um, by less than two points over John G. But that literally went back and forth like six times in the second half of Monday Night Football, Danny. Hashtag game of inches for a championship what do you say yeah that's crazy i remember reading your your update email about it because yeah. i was actually uh i was i was with my dad for the holidays okay. and we were seeing star wars during during nice. all of this so i got the the recap from your email about ah. it changing changing leads yes right what i yeah again. and i yeah, yeah. so i needed to copy you on it just so that everybody knew that you know i wasn't like pulling a carton you know what i mean <laughs> um so but you're on it and we we uh congratulations to not only um, the crypto toker, Christian, uh, but also John G, uh, uh, Tampa Pick 6. Uh, you like that. And uh, they were uh, sent their winnings a little bit earlier on uh, today. But that was pretty crazy, right? We have another game of inches. Um, can we put the other game of inches up? I believe it was the uh, cup of dirt. Yep, there we go. Thank you, Sandro. Um, check this one out, Danny. For a championship, Danny, this guy won cup of dirt. Won by .04, Danny, for a championship. What do you think about that one? Damn. Yeah. And check this out. Lamar Jackson was the quarterback of the winning team. You know Lamar Jackson kneeled down at the end of the game twice. If he had to kneel down one more time, uh, it'd be a different champion in that league. That's pretty close, right, Danny? Wow. Also yeah. note that the opponent, the other guy, had Saquon Barkley, and that game goes into overtime. Saquon Barkley going absolutely nuts, right? Um, but still, point zero four, literally hashtag game of inches. That's pretty rough. Did you um like play in any? What was like your closest playoff matchup, Danny? Uh, 
My clip. Well, we were playing for uh, third place. Yeah. Okay. Because I got the, uh, I got knocked out of the the actual championship. That's all right. Round. But yeah, no, it it was close. I had, I, I ended up losing. I knew going into Monday I was going to lose, so I just oh, didn't okay. pay attention anymore. But all right, yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. We all trying to do what we can do, um, you know. So congratulations to all the winners in the Stats Over Beats League. A lot of people, Danny, are talking about that. What we got to do is uh, make it even bigger next year. Are you down for that? Maybe we have a speeds division and a Danny Auto division. I mean, what do I you like think? that it has my name in it. So. Yeah, no, no, no. We would name. <laughs> no, no, no. I think it would only be fitting. Stats over beat Cypher. Wouldn't that be fitting if we had to do two divisions? Shouldn't one of them be a speeds division and one could be a, um, a Danny Auto division? No, it's all good, Danny. And then, like, the champion, the winners of the divisions would play each other maybe and we'd make it a big old playoffs. Because we filled 12 or 14, whatever it was, real quick. We filled 14, I think it was, Danny. And there was still a lot of people that wanted to get down. So we're going to have to, I think we're going to have to do something. And Ben says, and a belt. Like he wants me, like he wants me doing a lot of work. Ben, if you, uh, you know, if you want to get a connection to get us the belt, we got these from our good friends. I don't know if I got pulled like that. Maybe we get a rotary shirt or something like that. But in any event, when we come back, here's what we're going to do. We're going to look to see how much turnover there was in RB1, wideout one, tight end one. It's very, very interesting. And keep this in mind for next year. I wanted to show it right now, and it's fresh in everybody's mind. And then we celebrate the holidays and championship season with the Cypher. I got some gifts here that the Cypher has given me. I want to share them with the Cypher. Come on back. It's Fantasy Freestyle on Sports Grid. You know what it is. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Freestyle, episode 428. Ben, you're on to something, all right? If everybody agrees to chip in an extra five or ten, whatever it is, and if you have the link... And you want to do it logistically, it's all good with me. I'm down with that. It's just a logistical hassle, you know. I got a lot of leagues I'm in. Um, but we did it, and I'm happy to do it again. We'll see if we can work it out. If everybody's down to throw an extra couple chips, we'll be down for that. All right, I also got to let you guys know, obviously, on this network, we're trying to help you out for DFS, right? So with NBA season underway, you can dunk on your NBA DFS competition using DailyRoto.com. Compete with the pros on FanDuel and DraftKings with DailyRoto.com Optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, you'll get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com slash DUNK to learn more. That's DailyRoto.com slash Dunk to get your 10% off now, dailyroto.com, where millionaires are made. All right. So I said I thought it was really interesting um, to look at year to year turnover and kind of at the very top of these positions. And I want to take a minute to do that now. Um, and I, I started thinking about this when, as by the way, Louisiana Tech has just scored another touchdown to go up 14 nothing on the U with like two minutes left to play. They're going to win this game. They're going to shut Miami out in this bowl game. Now, I understand sometimes the motivation, and that's our poll question. Maybe these Hurricanes, there were like four guys that opted out of this game to prepare for the NFL draft. You know, they were a team that maybe people thought were going to do some things. They finished 6-6, six and six, but this is embarrassing. You get shut out in your bowl game. But in any event, um, you may have remembered I, I told this story uh, Last year, after the Super Bowl, we did, the hosts on this network, we did a way-too-early mock draft for this year. Um, and uh, Saquon was the number one overall pick, and I was picking two. And this was in, like, February or March. And I picked Le'Veon Bell. And somebody on social media was like, oh, my God, this guy's such an idiot. You have to go girly. It's so obvious. Oh, ha, 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 ha. Of course, Speeds would be the one who doesn't go girly. It's obvious he should be number one overall. Okay. And last year, Saquon finished one, then CMC, then Gurley, then Kamara, then Zeke finished fifth. Then James Conner. Then James White, and this is in PPR, 
Melvin Gordon, David Johnson, Joe Mixon finishing out your top 10. Tariq Cohen was 11th. And Kareem Hunt was 12th. Put up the graphic for the running backs. Okay, this is how the running backs went. If you see them on the, la- the left side, those are the top 12, the kind of RB1, because most people have a 12-team league, right? And then in parentheses are where they finished this year. So Saquon went from first to 12th. He was still technically an RB1, but you drafted him number one overall. Didn't perform as that. CMC, of course, I'll give you. Gurley, who everyone, oh, this guy laughed at me about, had I obviously had to take him first. He finished as the 14th running back overall, not an RB1. Then you see Kamara, finished 11, Zeke. Connor all the way down, who was a first-round pick, all the way down to the 31st-ranked running back right now. Similar with Gordon with the holdout. David Johnson defecated the mattress. Joe Mixon was an RB2, not an RB1. Tariq Cohen and the Bears offense, not as much, more of a flex play. And Kareem Hunt, as we know, had the suspension. What I want to look at, though, is the right side. I think this is very interesting. Okay, and what I'm telling you here is if you like someone, remember how I was on, uh, Danny, remember I was on Kerryon Johnson? He was a guy that I was think was going to take a step forward. Okay, there are people who took steps forward. Aaron Jones is right now RB2. He was a bottom end RB2 last year. He's RB2 overall right now. Dalvin Cook finished 30th because of the injuries. He's the third overall right now. Austin Eckler is fourth. He was a flex play last year. You see Zeke. Fournette was banged up. He finishes in the top 12. Derrick Henry is an RB1. Nick Chubb, Mark Ingram. These are all guys that were RB2s or worse last year. The only ones who were consistent both years are McCaffrey and Zeke. You can take that one off. Okay, I think that's very interesting. Okay, and that is just more evidence. If you like a guy who's ascending, you know how I talk about these ascending young running backs, like a Miles Sanders, for example, or a Devin Singletary, for example. Who's to say that one of those guys who finish in the the low teens this year can't make that step? So don't go off just what happened this year. Okay, there's going to be coaching changes, scheme changes, development. And I think it's really, really important because people just think, oh, you just take what happened last year and you kind of replicate it. No. If you were smart, you could have got an Aaron Jones, a Nick Chubb, a Mark Ingram, a Leonard Fournette, a Derrick Henry, these kind of guys. In auction leagues, you could have not spent, you know, $55 for Saquon Barkley. And spread that money around and get, you know, uh, Nick Chubb and Derrick Henry. So remember that there were only two consistent RBs in the top 10. Now let's look at the tight end position. Let's look at the tight end position because it's a little bit different there. Put up the tight end one. All right. And the tight end one, yeah, Kelsey, Ertz, and Kittle. And those guys, again, delivered, right? Kelsey, first, first, Ertz, second, both years. Kittle went from third. Uh, down to fourth this year. Andrews popped up, right? And I think it's interesting because you have Jared Cook in there, Austin Hooper in there as well, right? Those guys were in the top seven. So five of the top seven were the same from year to year. Danny, that's interesting. 
You know what I mean? How these running backs are such a fleeting thing, but there is a tier of dependable tight ends. You know, Waller, I think, could repeat that. He's been a revelation. Guys like Henry, who we expect maybe to do it again. Remember, he was on IR last year, right? Um, look at Dallas Goddard. I mean, Jason Witten was in the Monday Night Football booth, for goodness sakes, and he wound up as tight end 11 so far. You know, so I think this is very interesting to me, Danny. You know, like guys that were last year top hits and tight ends, I have as Fugazis. Trey Burton didn't do jack. David, guess what? The Njoku is on you if you drafted him thinking he'd be a tight end one this year. Rob Gronkowski, obviously. Guys that people are high on, like Vance. Vance will make them dance. Finish as tight end 31. All right? So what I'm saying is this top tier, there is some consistency with about four or five tight ends out there. Whereas if you see, the running back position was completely different. Danny, let's look at it. Let's look at it for the quarterback position. Because we say wait on quarterback, right? Don't put up the image just yet, Sandro. But we say wait on quarterback all the time in fantasy, right? I... I we literally tell you, I don't care about it, right? I don't, I'm not going to spend the draft capital for a, um, a Mahomes, a Watson. Rodgers, luck was up there. And by the way, it's final now. The Miami Hurricanes were shut out by Louisiana Tech in what I think was the Independence Bowl. But look at, just, just look at the top, one, two, three, four, five, six quarterbacks from last year, okay? I'll tell you who they are. You don't have to put them up just yet. Mahomes, okay, I'll give you. He repeated his fourth right now. Big Ben was second last year. Fugazi, forget about him. Matt Ryan was third last year. He's finishing outside the top 12 right now. He's 13th. Andrew Luck was fourth last year. He's a Fugazi, forget about him. Drew Brees was fifth. He's right now QB 17. And Jared Goff was sixth. He's now QB 15. Put up the graphic for the rest of them, guys, for the quarterbacks, okay? Watson, Rodgers, Brady, Cam, Fuezi, Rivers. Rivers finishing 19th. But more importantly, remember how I say wait on quarterback? Look at these guys. I told you when we went into draft season to literally wait until everybody else had picked the quarterback. And you would still have your pick of guys like Lamar, Jameis, Dak. And look at this. Lamar is QB1. We all know that. Off the radar. You could have had him ninth round or later. Dak Prescott was 15th last year. He's QB2. I'll give you Watson. I'll give you Mahomes. Russ Wilson, who's now, you know, an MVP candidate, killing it for people. Was 12th last year. You could have waited if you needed, wanted Russ, if you targeted Russ. Josh Allen is QB6. You think you could have waited and got Josh Allen? Jameis Winston is QB7. He's going to throw for 5,000 yards. The interceptions be damned. Could have waited for him. I'll give you Rodgers. I'll give you Brady. Kyler Murray was a rookie. Carson Wentz was coming off injury. Kirk Cousins, kind of like consistently in that 13-14 category. The moral of the story remains the same. You can wait on quarterback. You can take the graphic off, and thanks, guys, in the pit. Um, we'll look at wide receivers on the other side of the break because those, I think, are very interesting as well. 
And at wide receiver, what we're going to do is we're going to look not even at the names, but at the offenses. The names of the offenses with these players, because I really believe when wideouts, you got to look for these productive passing games, not necessarily the player. And I'll explain that a little bit later on. When we come back on the other side of the break, we look at the top 10 turnover at the wide receiver position. We look at some games of week 17. If anybody wants to holler and gloat with the spitting statistician, you can. The number to call is 844-843-6879. And then I will share with you, guys, it's the holiday season, and I've got some gifts from the Stats Over Beats Cypher. This came from the Hendersons last year. I'm rocking it. Stats Over Beats, baby. Stats Over Beats Cypher. Yatu sabe. You know what it is. I got that last year. I got the Damn It Doll last year. It matches. You know what it is. Um, I got a package that came in this box from a member of the Cypher, and I'm going to show you what I got. It was really touching. Thank you. From an undisclosed location. Thank you. We'll talk about it more on the other side of the break. Fantasy Freestyle. Come on back. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities, 
and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. Stats over beat cipher. Got through Sabe. This is a little hat I got last year. Stats over beats. You know what it is with a little microphone. I like that. Got the damn it doll in full effect. I ate all the friendship bread. Um, Henry Henderson in the building, in the chat room, saying he got Jameis Winston and Lamar as his two quarterbacks because he waited on quarterback thanks to the spitting statistician. That's what we're saying. All right? That's what it is. Um, Let's talk about these wide receivers real quick. I thought it was interesting, and here's the point I want to make. Second-year wide receivers make a big-time jump. Okay, they make a big time jump. These young ascending receivers were guys that I was on early in the season. I was telling you about them all. DJ Moore, Chris Godwin, um, Cooper Cup, Kenny Galladay. You know, these were all wideouts that I thought were young, second or third year ascending wide receivers. And it was interesting. We had the same thing. So last year at the top, Tyreek Hill was the number one wideout. All right, and he fell all the way to be a wideout three this year, 31st overall. Obviously, he didn't play the full complement of games. We know about that. D-hop, consistent. And there were some consistent ones. Put them up. Put up the graphic here for the wide receivers. All right, and you did have some consistent ones. D-hop, back-to-back seasons, finishing second and third. You can count on D-hop. Michael Thomas having back-to-back seasons, being sixth and then first. Maybe you can count on Michael Thomas. Julio, back-to-back years, being wide receiver four. Mike Evans, which is a guy who goes under-respected. Mike Evans, back-to-back years, again, in the top 10. Was ninth last year, 10th this year, even with the injury-missing games. But look at some of these guys who fell off. Antonio Brown, Fugazi. Adam Thielen. Robert Woods, Keenan Allen. Fell off. Even Steph. Look, Thielen and Diggs were both in the top 10 last year. Neither one of them make the top 10 this year because of the emergence of Dalvin Cook. And that's what I mean. You have to understand the offenses. Look at the top 10, uh, top 12, whatever, wide receivers in PPR this year. New Orleans passing offense. Tampa Bay. Houston. Atlanta. The Rams. The Chargers. Detroit. Tampa again. Look at these offenses. These are offenses that can move the ball. All right? And look, also, it, it, it makes me think again. You can get a guy from off the radar to be a wide receiver. Listen, and you can take, you can take the graphic off. Thanks, guys. I won the GST League, as you guys know. And, uh, you know, I'm going to put in my PayPal request for a couple of stacks um, later on this week. I drafted three running backs to start. And you know what I did? My running, my wideouts that carried me to a title were Cooper Cup, Cortland Sutton, and Curtis Samuel. Look at these wide receivers that made top 10 or top 12. Allen Robinson from off the radar. 
Galladay, DJ Moore, Chris Godwin. These are guys that are this year in the 20s and 30s. You'll be able to get them. Cortland Sutton, for example. I've been talking about like a Devontae Parker for a while. Same thing at the running back position, you know. Will on be back? A Philip Lindsay, perhaps. You know what I mean? These kinds of guys. A Robbie Anderson, a Smoke Brown. These guys are guys that are in the 20s and 30s, but could take a step forward. And I think that is very, very interesting. All right, Danny, we're going to profile some games in week 17. We talk about if motivation is a factor or not. And we're going to look. Right now, 47% of you say it does matter. I'll try and find some games where I think it will matter um, and give you some plays um, after this. But I have to take a moment out to say thank you. Um, to the Stats Overbeat Cypher. It's the holiday season, and, you know, we got flooded with good sentiments here, uh, here at Sports Grid, in the Spitting Statistician household. And, uh, for example, uh, put up Liz. Put up Liz, guys. Uh, Liz, hit me up on Patreon. You can put up Liz. It's saying thank you to the Cypher. Liz has been tuning into the Cypher for the past two seasons, and since then, two championships. Danny shouted you out by name. All right, two years, two championships, all because of Dane, Danny Auto, and everybody at the Cipher. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Won my league and won that cash, Danny. That's good stuff. Two years listening, two championships. What do you say, Danny? That's awesome. She's That's got awesome. a better record than me. That's awesome, right? Uh, put up the other one that was, uh, I, you labeled it as, come on, man, I think, Sandro. Put up that one, if you, if you don't mind. This is a DM I got from Twitter. That's the one. Um, if you see on the bottom, right? If you see on the bottom, it says like, wow, they won. They were asking me uh, to play on last night, uh, Monday Night Football. They were asking me if I should, if I want them to start Aaron Jones or Mike Boone. I said go with Jones. Obviously, that turned out to be the right call. Another championship for a winner, thanks to the Cypher. You can take that one down. Um, and then, Danny, we had another one from our people, the Henderson family. Remember, Danny, about 12 months ago last year, uh, Jennifer Henderson was, uh, had some health issues. You know, we've had a year where Young Kaz had some health issues. Um, so our, our much love and respect out to all members of the Cypher. But Harry Henderson hit me up. Let's put that one up now. Sandra, yep, thanks. There you go. Boone did enough for him. Vikings kick us out. Henry won his league and won that cash. Just want to thank us again for another successful season. All of us at the Cypher. Appreciate me, I guess, more than we realize. I'm the secret weapon for popping bottles. It's a blessing. Two championships in three years, Danny. Looking forward to the offseason. And uh, they're going to send me out a gift. Henry, I didn't get it just yet, but that's why I brought, you know, like some of the stuff from last year. Um, and you said you were going to call on in. The phone lines will be open for the next few minutes if you want to get down. Um, so thank you. Uh, you can take that one down. We've seen things from Jilly Dilly to John G., to the Henderson family, Danny, to, uh, you know, John G coming in, Young Kaz coming in with the, the music. But I would say, Danny, that one of the biggest members of the, Perry Ying calling in with the Game of Inches still in the chat room right now. But I would say, Danny, this year, one of the biggest uh, members of the Stats Overbeat Cypher, I would say, was our man Danny Lee from an undisclosed location, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. He was a big part of the uh, Stats Over Beats League, I believe, finished um, in the playoffs. He beat me. Beat you. Yep. There you go. Remember, we saw a picture or a video of his uh, daughter 
bouncing around to Baby Shark, right? And by the way, anybody in the sound of my voice watching me right now, next week starts Speeds versus the Kids. So if you want to submit it, next week we'll know the playoff matchups, have your kids pick the games with no help from an adult, and you can send in the audio or the video, and we will start Speeds versus the Kids. Danny, no one still has ever beaten Speeds, you know? <laughs> So we'll see if anyone will this year. It was close last year, right? It was yeah, close last I rem- year. I remember last year. We're going to go with total wins, not percentages, okay? So it's on you parents. You got to be with it. If you want to have a chance, you got to be in it every week to get a total higher than speeds. But I got to tell you something, Danny Auto. I got a package from Danny Lee from an undisclosed location. Came in this box. And first of all, Danny, the man and the Lee family, they're from a town called Blacklick, Ohio. You're, 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 you're giving away where he's from. It's not, nah, it's, it's not an undisclosed location anymore. I know, it's not anymore. undisclosed location anymore. Black Lick, Ohio, which I thought was interesting. It's cover for something. He's, he's I know, right? somewhere it's else. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. He sent it out of somewhere. Secret. I think so, too. They could do that in the uh, armed forces. They could, like, you know, massage that. But he gave me, uh, you know, things like a hat and a keychain, and that was really cool. But he gave me two things that I wanted to share with the Cypher. First was his patch, a patch from the fatigue, saying, like, he's with the fire unit. You know, and I thought this was really cool. Danny, I'm going to try and get like, I'm, I might sew this onto like one of my blazers. You know what I mean? What do you think about that, Danny? I'll sew it onto one of the blazers I wear on air because when I'm on air, you know what it is, Danny. It's fire. You know what I'm saying? It's fire. Yeah. You just got to find the, the blazer that it matches. It's got to be the blazer with the right color. It's got to be the right? freestyle blazer. Yeah. I think everybody should, should agree. I think you should post a couple of pictures of the blazer. All right. And we'll have. figure it out. Okay. So yeah. we got the Stats Overbeat Cypher hat that was given to me. Thank you. We got the, the Jets Dammit doll. Check this out, Jared. We got a Jets Voodoo doll from our fans and listeners as presents. My man who's in the armed forces gave me the patch from his, which is cool because, yo, Jared, you know, when I'm on air, it's fire, right? And. Danny Otto, he gave me one more thing. I kid you not, me and my fiance, the unicorn, we got a little bit emotional when I got this last thing. And Danny, I cannot thank you enough. And Jared, I'm not joking. Check this out. This is a guy, Danny, we call him the undisclosed location. He's in the armed forces, obviously, right? He once Skyped with us from the undisclosed location with people in the barracks, in the background, and like they run a fantasy league and all that stuff. It was real cool. It's a big thing. Guys, he sent me his deployment coin. He sent me his deployment coin, guys. Uh, Sergeant Danny Lee. Uh, he is a member of the 332nd Fire Department, Fire Rescue, from the, uh, from the Air Force, from this deployment of July of 18 to January 19. And then, Danny, as you know, he was coming from an undisclosed location, but we had an idea, right? Because we knew he was like seven hours ahead of us. He was... Uh, there's a lot of sand where he is. Let's put it that way. And that's only reinforced. There is a flag on here. So I know what nation he was in. We got Arabic writing. Danny, uh, Danny Lee, I can't thank you enough, man. Really. Like, this is awesome. And it makes me feel like we got a community here. We got a cipher. We got a family trying to win our leagues and win that cash. And we do. We win our leagues and we win that damn cash. And we do it and we have fun doing it, right? Danny, this was really this was really cool. When I opened it and I realized what it was, I was moved, Danny. Yeah, you were showing me downstairs. That's incredible. It really is. It's awesome. I, you know, like this is important to uh servicemen. You know what I mean? And the fact that he thought enough, not only of the cipher, but of the show. Um I thought it was awesome. 
And so thank you. And we're going to figure out how to patch this on so that, you know, every time I'm on air, you can know it's fire. We're bringing it fire. Yep, that's right, Ben. All right. So the poll question, though, is do you care about motivation when capping Week 17 games? All right. And I'm going to tell you, I find a couple places where I think motivation is going to be very interesting. Okay. Very interesting. All right. And the first place I look is at the Houston Texans and the Tennessee Titans. Now, you're hearing Bill O'Brien's like, yeah, all the Texans are going to play. He's, he's not resting his starters. They're going to play. They're going to go. But here's the catch. Here's the catch. The Kansas City Chiefs play at 1 o'clock. If Kansas City wins, Houston has nothing to play for. They're locked into the four seed. If Kansas City loses then Houston can hop them with a win. I think Bill O'Brien is saying the right things now because he has to. But if Kansas City wins and they're favored by nine or eight and a half to do so, and I think they will because you know I think they're a team that's on a roll right now, um, then Houston ain't going to play their people. Deshaun Watson was banged up, if you remember, in that game on Saturday, right? They're trying to nurse guys like Whitney Merciless back, D-hop. You know, we've already lost Fuller. You know, so I think that's a very interesting one. If Kansas City wins, Houston will have nothing to play for. Other teams, in my opinion, with nothing to play for. You know, Buffalo is locked in. Wouldn't it be the most Jets thing in the world for them to go ahead and win and, you know, make a worse draft pick? And then a win, Jilly Dilly, I'd be going, damn it, damn it, damn it. Because of that. All right, but I will tell you in the big games, I'm on San Francisco. I think Seattle's too banged up. In the big games, I think the Philadelphia Eagles will win the division, okay? I don't know if they're going to cover the point spread against the Giants, and I don't think it'll happen that Philly loses and Dallas wins. I do think Philly is trending up. Uh, we'll talk about it more on Make It Rain. We'll talk about it more on Sunday. But again, to the Stats Overbeat Cypher, remember that turnaround in the top 10 when you're drafting next year. Speeds versus the kids. We pop it off, and we talk about playoffs we're talking about playoffs next week all right everyone who's playing in week 17 i hope y'all do well i hope you pop bottles i hope you got championship belts to wear we'll figure that out for next year dilly dilly to the crew i'm out see y'all next week peace NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast is 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Freestyle. Eddie, are you ready? take care of some actual business right now as well. Since the last convening of the Cypher, the Seattle Seahawks have answered the call of what to do after uh, they basically lost all their running backs in Week 16. They have signed two people. They signed Robert Turbin, and they signed the more interesting name is Beast Mode. Marshawn Lynch will be in uniform for Seattle on Sunday night as they play for the NFC West Division title against the San Francisco 49ers. Now, everybody is talking about, oh, how much does Beast Mode have left in the tank? Will he be a dynamic runner? Robert Turbin, the veteran, like, oh, it's good because they know the scheme. Let me tell you something, and if you've listened to me on Make It Rain so far this week, you've heard me say this. Marshawn Lynch, I don't care what he has in the tank, and he might because Frank Gore we've seen this year, Adrian Peterson we've seen this year, but I'm going to tell you why I think this is a very important signing. This is a very important signing in my opinion because this is not only what, you know, this is not only what they can do in the run game, but this is what they can do in pass protection as well. And I think having Marshawn Lynch and Robert Turbin as kind of, you know, veterans who right back there know the scheme and everything, that's important to me. Because for me, it's that piece where they're going to protect Russell Wilson. And that's truly what you need here. You have who's likely the second, uh, you know, what, uh, MVP guy right now. 
You know what I mean? The second place finisher of the MVP award. You need to protect him. They lost Dwayne Washington, uh, Dwayne Brown as well, the offensive lineman. I think Lynch and Turbin are really going to show their veteran presence and value, not necessarily by what they do in the running game, but by what they do in pass protection. That's very important, and I think that's what should be considered. Also, a lot of the names you need to know. Listen, in this big-time tilt for the NFC, East division title. The records aren't as fancy, but it's a win. It's like these guys got to win in order to stay live for this division as well, right? Dak is very interesting with this AC joint. Okay, he was missing some throws. His wide receivers were dropping balls also, but he's once again limited going into the practice week. It's not, this is not an injury that's going to get better. He is going to be dealing with this throughout. So if I'm the Washington Redskins, I'm pounding Dak with that front seven. Uh, Zach Ertz, we got to find out more about those ribs. It is He's going to be a true game time kind of decision, a true questionable with those ribs. Other people you need to know, and remember, we say this all the time, you got to see how it trends in tomorrow's practice report and the latest beat reports on Saturday as well, right? Mark Andrews didn't practice with an ankle. They may hold him out, right? Baltimore may hold him out. Be sure to follow all our social media at Evan. 